Hey, how you doing? How's it going? Are you answering me? I can't hear it if you're answering me. Anyway, it's just me. I'm by myself. <laughs> it's Ed. This is Resume Review. This is a show where I watch fights from a certain fighter's career and evaluate how meaningful the win is for them. Uh, the way I do that is I evaluate their opponent, basically. How good of a job did their opponent do trying to win the fight? That's what makes it impressive for you to beat them, right? Is were they tough to beat? Did they do a good job trying to win? Uh, that can be measured by you know their aggregate skill set, their game plan, you know, the way they approach it, the way that their skills and their attributes and everything influence that approach. You'll see more so how, how it works once we're doing it. Done a bunch of these before on many different fighters. I'm trying to do one at least once a week if there's a fighter worth uh, reviewing. And uh, this week we're going to do Kamaru Usman, and that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, some recent fights on this one, nothing too far back. I'm going to start, actually, with his fight with Leon Edwards uh, all the way back in 2015, which doesn't sound like a long time ago, but then you remember that that's six years ago, and you're like, wow, it's <laughs> I'm old. I'm getting old. But no, I'm young. Barely in my barely in my mid-20s now. I'm about to be in my late 20s. Uh, for those of you who are like older than me, you're probably like, shut up. <laughs> you're so young, but... Anyway, uh, so this is resume review. Yeah, um, I'm going to put the episode out on podcast platforms. So you might be listening to this on a podcast platform. There's going to be a video component. So if you'd like to watch the fights with me, you're going to ha- either have to like rig it up yourself and, and sync up your videos or just watch the video on Patreon. It's $3 minimum to get access to our Patreon, uh, where there's tons of exclusive content, including all the other episodes of resume review and like a crazy amount of alternate commentaries which are also like analytical commentary over video. Uh, I, I think one of the benefits of, you know, being watching the video with me is I might like stop and go back and forth to break things down, watching slow motion, stuff like that. So if you're only watching, you know, by yourself, you're going to have to you know, mess with all that yourself. And it's just easier to, and it's $3, you know, and what, what, you know, imagine all the things you spend money on that's worth $3 like in a month. Come on. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. So if you're listening to this, you probably like the content. You probably want to support the site. That's the way to do it. We did have a Patreon goal of 200 patrons and at 200 patrons. We're going to start our top five USC fights of all time. We did it. We started. So this week was uh, Eddie Alvarez versus Justin Gaethje. The article is out on the site and the commentary video will be up this week as well later on. So Stay tuned for that, and that'll be on Patreon, but I'll put the audio out on podcast platforms as well because we're nice like that. All right, so let's do some Kamar Usman resume review. Uh, He is currently ranked in my top 100 of all time. Uh, If you're unaware, I take these ratings. I I, I use a numbered system. I take these ratings for each fight, and I, you know, if you have at least three quality wins, you know, 70 or above is quality. It's a 0 to 100 rating. Uh, if you had at least three quality wins, you make the 100 top fighters of all time list. Uh, you know, there are more than 100 that meet that criteria, so I'm still racking it up. But Usman's on here. I believe he's in the top 50 already. Uh, he's actually in the top 30 already. Um, and uh, he could he could move up pretty soon. Uh, I, cracking into the top 20 will be difficult just because it's a very it's esteemed company. But I think he can do it uh, as long as he keeps winning and uh gets three or four more quality wins. He could be in pretty pretty good company there. So uh, Kamari Usman's an interesting case because he 
I got into the UFC when he was really young in his career. He was a Division II national champion. Um, was he? I think he was. He was a Division II national champion at 174, and he made a little bit of a run in freestyle. Uh, he won some matches, almost qualified for Olympic trials, which is a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big accomplishment. It's very difficult uh, to qualify for Olympic trials in the U.S. Uh, at a tough weight as well. He's up 86 kilograms, which is super tough there. Um, made the move to MMA when I think he realized that, you know, it, was, it would take too long <laughs> to become one of the guys at 86 kilograms. Uh, you know, took about six fights. Uh, I think he was, you know, with with that Black Civilians crew. Maybe he started in Texas, but then he moved down to uh, South Florida. Trained with Rashad Evans and that gang and Black and, uh, Henry Host's gym, which was more like Rashad's gym at the time. Um, and yeah, he made an appearance on the Ultimate Fighter uh, American Top Team versus Black Civilian season. One of my favorite seasons, honestly, the fights were very good and it wasn't that gimmicky. It was just like, these are two gyms with good fighters and we're going to match them up every week. And it was, it was a good time. Um, I would definitely recommend watching that if you haven't. Uh, Usman, I think, had like two fights in the season and then he uh, beat Haider Hassan in the finale, uh, submitted him. And then this is his second UFC fight after that. So uh, pretty inexperienced still. This is his eighth pro fight against Edwards and he had only been a pro for... You know, a few years, three years, 30 years of pro. So it's funny, like Peter Jan's 30 years of pro. He is like fighting for ACB titles and stuff like that. But still, Leon Edwards, a tough matchup. At this point, Edwards, you know, despite being four years younger than Usman, uh, was a bit more experienced. This was his uh, 13th fight, uh, and he had already had three UFC fights. Uh, Claudio Silva was his debut fight, which is a very, very tough fight against a good grappler. Lost that by split decision. Then I knocked out Seth Bosinski super fast and beat some random Polish guy. Um, so this is, you know, a step up for both of them in a sense. And yeah, I, I actually, I think I've seen this fight, but I don't remember it at all. So it's going to be very new for me uh, and I'm looking forward to it. So if you are following along uh, on your own with Fight Pass and not watching the video with me, the video is at 722. So get yourself set up for that. And then I'll do a countdown. I'll say three, two, one, go. And I'll go, I'll hit play I'm, and we'll both be synced up and we'll probably get out of sync if I go back and forth to break anything down. But I was trying not to do that every fight. I'll just try to do that when I think there's something really good. Okay. All right. Let's, let's do it. Three, two, one, go. So we got Usman and Edwards six years ago. Usman does the crawl <laughs> for no reason. Stir a shot thing. So we're going to be evaluating Leon here, and he's uh, already trying to intercept Usman's uh, movement, his forward motion with those snap kicks, and good job catching underhooks off the entry. And look how he turns off, pressing on the biceps. That's good stuff. Down the elbow away. Make space, kneeing in the space, framing off in the head, circling, circling, framing, circling, digging for underhooks, posting. Good, good. Very good clinch uh, defense there by Leon Edwards. And this, I think this is before he went to AKA too. So he's already a good clinch fighter. And oh, good shooting to the body to lower his level. That's nice too. Good anti-wrestling tactics from Leon Edwards. Jabbing to maintain range. Just gives up a little too much little too much space in my opinion. But the fact that he's so good when they do clinch up, that's good. Uh, and Usman gets a snatch single and runs into the fence with that. Really good tactic from Usman to do so. So when you're fighting a wrestler, like your win condition and like how you're going to approach the win is so much simpler. It's like, okay, how, how good of a job are they doing not getting wrestled and, and getting their offense off? And how much of it has to do with their approach and how much of it has to do with their opponent being good? Oh, he lost his grip there and Newsman cut the double. 
the good side on stance uh, to widen his base and make it a little more difficult for Usman to control both legs. Usman, he's squaring back up now, trying to pummel in. It's a good adjustment. Risky, but, but necessary. And he's pulling up on the tricep. That's good. Get him tall. Get him off your hips. You got the wizard on the other side. Or is he taking double, double underhooks? Yeah. Getting space there. Two on one to pull that arm off. This one very persistent here. There we go. Had wizard and underhooks, could have stood him up straight there, but. And he's still blocking the strikes. That's good defense. Very good defense by. Leon Edwards, even at this stage. Oh, almost turned him off with the collar tie there, but Usman kept the underhook high. Was able to press him back. Good stuff happening right here. Oh, nice, nice. Using the two-on-one to turn him off when he when he shoots in to create that exit. And Leon getting a little more aggressive now with his pressure. But yeah, see, he backs off a little too much. A little too much. Oh, good shooting to the body going high, then kick on the exit. This, these are good combinations, good strike selection from Leon Edwards. Good pulling out of the clinch there. He's doing a great job. Oh, good intercept. <laughs> he got him with the uppercut there and a little, little bit of defense there from Usman getting out of the way, but backed himself all the way up to the cage and uh, Usman was able to time his entry, uh, his uh, his lead with his hands and shoot under to get to the a cleaner double and pull him off the cage for the finish there. Um, so, you know, even if you have good defense, if they catch you clean on, with a double on the cage, it's going to be hard to defend in time. Uh, so that's that was good from Usman to take advantage of that situation. And Leon... Uh, you know, trying to throw a one-two to keep long, but a one-two is something you can probably easily shoot under. So that's tough. So now he's on his back. Usman trying to control that right leg. So we'll see if Edwards is, what, what Edwards is looking to do off his back. He's playing a high guard. Probably not the best idea. He has time to, to work back to the cage and get up, and he should probably look to do that. If it was less time left in the round, I'd say no. But, you know, he's working a triangle. I, I really don't think that's the, that's the move. He's got it. Kind of locked. I didn't really agree with the idea, but he had the skills to, to pull it off. So that's definitely worth something. Um, I don't, obviously, he doesn't finish it, but uh, it's getting tighter. It's getting tighter. Still not really anything. There's so much space there. Uh, basically, if the triangle's tight enough, you'll have this shoulder pressing against the, the neck a lot more. And Usman has huge shoulders and traps. So it's kind of happening already, but. There's way too much space here. It needs to be perpendicular across the neck. Um, and you can, you know, pivot out to this side and, and scoot your hips out and create that angle with your hips. Uh, he's trying to just adjust with his, his hands and, and legs mostly. Nice too too high on the foot. It needs to be over the ankle. It's a lot tighter now, but yeah, it's just when you're we're squished up against the cage like that and stacked, that's it's getting there. Yeah, see, now he's got the angle, but he he let go of his foot, so he couldn't keep the grip on there. I think it was a little too late for that adjustment. And he tried to retriangle and it was much of stacking now. So maybe that, no, never mind. I was gonna say maybe that won him the round, but now that Usman's actually attacking, I think the judges will see it as, as a, as a win for Usman from that position. But Usman didn't really land anything on the feet. He didn't really do anything with his, his grappling positions and Edwards landed some stuff. He had that triangle attempt. So Edwards actually won the round by the, the current correct scoring criteria, but you can't imagine that the judges will actually give it to him. And there were some good strikes off the break there in the, in the clinch from Usman, but I think Edwards actually won that round. So speaks well to him. He's definitely a quality opponent from what I'm seeing. Uh, has good skills in his own right. And when facing someone who's trying to take him out of his area, he's doing a good job trying to keep it where he wants 
uh, and, and deny him those opportunities and just speaks to his general skill set that even when he was on his back, he was good enough to get that triangle going, but I just don't think that was the right idea. Um, I'd be, I'd be happier with him if he was looking to get up, um, even if it wasn't as successful as a submission, a submission attempt. This speaks to the overall completeness of his game. The best thing to do if you need to strike with somebody is to, to, to get up. The corner is just talking about Usman's decision to stand in the corner. They're <laughs> not talking about the fight, really. Oh, yeah, he was high on, high on the body there. He had a, like a body lock finish on that off the double. Oh, yeah, and some elbows from the triangle attempt, too. I missed that the first time. Yeah, good stuff from Leon Edwards, and clearly he's a good athlete because he's able to contend with Kamaru Usman in these clinch positions. He, he must be very strong. And a lot of open stance jabbing, which is a rare. Big level change from uh, Usman and not, not much of a reaction from Edwards. Oh, catches the kick and countered him with the right hand when he, the left hand rather, when he, he got it. 2-3 off the kick catch. About two leads, a little, little pull there. Oh, jab hook from Usman lands. Yeah, Leon a little uncomfortable boxing in the pocket. Now, yeah, Usman's able to get him back with that and pull off the cage to, to finish that shot. He's inexperienced. And, uh, you know, giving up way too much space is Leon. And he still does that. Uh, his ring craft still isn't that great. <laughs> but I think his uh, his intercepting striking, his, his skill in the pocket, um, I think he, he starts to see his clinch game as more of an offensive weapon than something to, you know, dissuade grapplers. And, you know, when you crash into him like that, instead of just being really uncomfortable in the pocket and backing straight up, he's more willing to, to reactively clinch with you and, and do something there. Good job, Usman, uh, you know, hooking the legs, hitting the leg mount there. And just, you know, full, full no control with the hands, just uh, leans back and starts unloading. Good, good plan. Make him, make him react. You can just pull legs back off with your hands and, uh, and get that leg mount again to start over. Now we're just doing a good job trying to create space and, and get his back to the cage and start to build up to his base. Usman back in rear standing now, but you see there, Edwards is fighting the hands. That's something you don't always see from fighters trying to defend against wrestlers and grapplers. They don't fight the hands when they get to that rear standing position. Edwards is very actively fighting the hands, trying to break that grip. It's hard to break the grip over your hips when you're facing the cage like that, but he's doing a good job just trying to pull, pull the hands down. Now he's controlling the hands. Um, just trying to, yeah, there we go. Got two on one. Now turning in. That was good defense there. That was good. And he's got wizard under hooks. Wizard and wrist control, rather. It's good stuff from, from Edwards. There we go. Trying to turn out to the wizard side, but he needs to uh, yank on that collar tie a little bit more to turn him, create some motion from Usman when he does that. That's what he did the first time to get off the cage. Oh, good reaction. Good digging un underhooks off that shot. Should be able to shut down this attempt. There are guys like John Jones and Kevin Lee who can double you through your underhooks, but later in a fight when you're already getting a little bit fatigued and you're not gassing necessarily, just you're your energy threshold's a little different. Um, good cross-facing, uh, bad reaching back, but good cross-facing. So decent fundamentals here from Leon Edwards. Better than a lot of Americans <laughs> that you see in MMA. So clearly he works hard. Worked hard in his wrestling and his grappling. Got double unders there. Used the body lock to turn him around. Should take him down. Put him on his back. Got that outside trip. And you got to drag him back the other way. Got to drag him back to his left. 
If he wants to do it again, I'll have to set up that block again. Can't just drag. He still has his legs under him. Guess he didn't like what he felt, but I think he should take him down. <laughs> that's what we see in Edwards' next few fights as he starts grappling offensively a lot more. And it works out great for him. <laughs> it's Albert Tumenov, it's Vicente Luque. Very good strikers, very good fighters. So Edwards controlling this position here and just honestly, it's the fact that Usman's been able to control these tie-ups uh, from the striking, the way he's pushing him back. Not a bad idea to try to beat him from the clinch. A good sprawl and uh, fighting the grips off there from the single and, and trying to strike on the break. But Usman definitely giving him serious looks in these exchanges. And yeah, Edwards is not good enough in the pocket here um, at this point. Yeah, and overextending on his shots. But at this point, he's kind of a better wrestler than he is a striker, <laughs> given, given what Usman's doing to him. Just kind of exchanging the clinch, but good pulling out there. I'm going to say that was an intentional low blow and he was buying himself a break. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's points, points in his favor. Yeah, honestly, where I'm taking away points essentially for Edwards is the things he's doing as a striker and the things he's doing with regard to his footwork and his ring craft. I don't have a lot of problems with his wrestling or grappling so far. Uh, the times that Usman's been able to grapple him successfully, it's been because of his ring craft. That's, that's been the issue. It's the striking. That's the issue. And, and honestly, I think it's a little different because that was a good snap kicking in the underhook change levels with him. Uh, but I think it's just because Usman's freaking him out by being such an aggressive pressure wrestler. Um, that's probably making him skittish on the feet and making his striking worse. But you got to be able to deal with that. And that's that's what I was talking about. You pull him off to the side after you block the leg from that body lock. Yeah, it's it's him freaking out on the feet and, and backing up a lot and being crazy in the pocket. That's giving Usman these opportunities to get to him. But look how well he's doing on the, on the ground and in the wrestling exchanges. I mean, it's not a clean entry like that. So Edwards was capable of winning this fight then. They both evolved a lot. They both matured a lot. That's one big difference I can think of. Much more comfortable in their games. It's a good fight. I want to see it again. I think I would very much enjoy it. I think Usman would win again. And similar dynamics would be important because Leon's spring craft hasn't gotten that much better, but he's way more comfortable on his feet. And I think he'd do a lot better job uh, countering Usman's uh, striking entries, which would make the wrestling a lot harder to get to. And that would change things pretty significantly. But I think close again, Usman win again in five rounds would be really important as well for both of them. Uh, they're both good five round fighters. So um, I'm, I want it. I want it. Leon's fighting Nate Diaz, which. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> so I wonder if there's less body kicking here from Leon because he's worried about getting his kicks caught, but I think body kicking would be a good idea. Although he's been using the snap kick, which has been nice, but some round kicking the body would be good too. And Usman uses the snap kick to the body too at this point. I know he started using it that early. thought it was a later adaptation. You see that how low he jabbed? That was setting up the snap single. That's something he's been doing forever, too. Oh, but nice slip off into a clinch situation there from Leon. Didn't use it, though. Didn't want to grapple offensively. Didn't want to be clinched. Makes sense. 
Beyond thinking about the hand fight a little bit there, to I think that'd be a good idea. He's been doing a good ooh, doubled off, ran ran through the double uh, off the snatch single entry. Really good, really good drive from from Usman. That was tough to deal with. Um, Leon felt safe after that snatch single attempt. He sprawled on it, and was getting ready to you know pummel in and, and and strike off the break and do what he did last time. And uh, Usman hits a different like a knee tap finish, runs through it. That's good stuff. Edwards already to his knee. Uh, back to the cage, gonna have to, yeah, get to his feet there to to get height, get that wizard. That's okay. That's okay. Go back to the wizard. No, no. He went. He went back to his hands to try to build up. After uh, Usman took out his legs, but Usman was gonna have to let go of his legs eventually. So he should have just kept that wizard, kept one hand post, and uh, and gotten back to his feet. It would. It would have happened. He just had to be patient. He's back now and he's fighting, trying to fight the hands. You got to turn towards us, towards the audience. You got to turn out so you can present the hip to pull, pull the hands off the hip. Uh, if you ever just try to break hands straight down, it's really hard. But if you use your hip bone and break the grip across your hip bone, it's a lot easier to break it. This will teach you in any wrestling practice. So you just try to peel them straight down. You see that? Oh, a good reaction. Got caught the wrist. And I uh, caught the head there too on the shot. And that, that was, I mean, that was a good reshot attempt by Usman. And uh, you know, Edwards did a good job. Now he's trying to escape out to the wizard side. Again, I think he needs to add that collar pull when he does that. That'll, that'll be very helpful. <clears throat> pull the guy basically this shoulder towards the cage, and that'll bring this foot back, and that'll open up that window here. Another good reshot double off the cage there for. Usman, but Edwards is doing a good job intercepting and catching an arm with an underhook or catching the wrist. He's got two on one there. Guillotine counter because he thought he would go to the single, which he did, but now he's got both legs. And it's going to be hard to finish that with no guard. Usman already getting off to the side there, controlling side control. And he's got that shoulder pressure from side control. Tough, tough to escape side control against the cage like this. I think that's a dummy mount. This one's going for right now. It's going to be sliding through. Yeah, Edward's just looking to, to attack the hands, try to see if he can uh, stand up on that. But these folk style rides, Usman continuing to use his knees to uh, push in that leg and, and manipulate the leg positioning um, and get not even a hook in, but just get get a, a little ride going with hip pressure on, on the left side. It's good enough. And he's switching between the uh, the underhooks and pressure on the head in that ride. Get those knees to the legs and, and butt. Yeah, I think Edwards' hand fighting, oh, all that stuff is good here, but he needs to uh, add a couple other details to, to his defensive grappling and uh, be more consistent with some of the things that he's doing. Uh, I also think at this point, he's probably a little worn out from Usman wrestling him. Uh, a good performance by Usman, really. Uh, Edwards was someone that, that should have been tough for him at this stage, but he uh, he was really consistent and uh, just overwhelmed him and, and found out what his weaknesses were and exploited them very well. As soon as he figured out what he could do to him, he just kept doing it. Uh, and if Edwards didn't have answers, it just kept working. Uh, so that's impressive stuff from Usman. I think uh, 
at the time, it was probably hard to understand how significant this win was because uh, you didn't know what the tra- trajectory of both guys was going to be. But, I mean, just watching this in a vacuum, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. Nice job. And Edwards did a pretty good job, too, uh, up until this point. Just, there, were, there were some major things that prevented him from really being in the fight, mainly his ring craft, uh, the way he you know, managed his distance, uh, and, and you know, a little bit of his mechanics and his striking selection screwed him up, too, with, like, overextension and, uh, you know, being straight up in the pocket. And I, I, think, uh, I think he does a lot of the same things now, but he just does them better. <laughs> So do I rate that version of Leon Edwards? I do. I think I think he's he's uh, meets the threshold of quality. Um, I didn't originally. I did not rate him originally, um, but I'm going to now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it be a low a low rating, um, a seventy three. Uh, don't ask me how I arrived at that. It's all relative. Basically, I, I had so many ratings originally that I came up with with a bunch of other people that helped me. And I just base all of my my ratings on that. <laughs> it's all it's all relative to each other. Um, so don't ask me how how I come up with them specifically. It's it's a lot of. But you know what though, when I asked Drew, um, he always like gives me a, a similar ballpark of what I was thinking. So I know that the implied subtext, like how we're getting there, it's the same. There's something. There's some substance to it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's another quality win for Usman. He has seven now. I had him as six before. Um, not one of his top three wins, but, but a good one. Um, okay. So we're going to fast forward a lot to the championship reign. Uh, we're going to watch his fight with Colby Covington and we're going to rate Colby Covington's performance. It'll be interesting because it won't be a full display of Colby Covington's skill set because he won't wrestle at all. Um, but I think we can still give credit overall to his approach and keep in mind that his skill set is more than he showed um and yeah it should be uh should be interesting where where is it where is it on fight pass uh it's not only on espn it's yeah it's on fight pass all right so if you are looking to follow along with me on fight pass uh i have the video paused at 356, 356. So um, this was recent enough where you probably don't need a ton of context, but I mean, this is Usman's first title defense. He just beat Woodley before this, RDA before that, Maya before that. Uh, and then with regard to Covington, he is the interim champion. Uh, he beat RDA, beat RDA. I, that's a fight that I'm definitely going to do a commentary on pretty soon is RDA Covington, but it's, People need to learn what really happened there. Um, he beat Maya before that, and yeah, he won the interim title off RDA, and then he had that crazy, stupid Lawler fight. I think they stripped him of the interim title between then and now. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, his title fight against Usman, and then he fights Woodley after this. So recent enough, I think everyone knows what the deal is. Um, but yeah, let's watch it. Should be pretty fun, I think. Not my favorite fight ever, but enjoyable. So open stance here. This one, good trigger on that counter with the kick. 
jabbing him well already. Good open stance, open side kicking from uh, Covington. And, and Covington is very lead hand heavy, so this open stance matchup is definitely going to mess with this game a little bit. The counter jab's good from Usman already. Good uh, rear hand lead there from Covington. Really out of range, but good ideas. Say what you will about Covington. He's not afraid to let, let it go, to, to let things uh, loose, to pull the trigger. Very high volume fighter. This one jabbing through the hand fight there. Really wide, crazy, stupid right hand from, from Covington, and he has not found the range on that at all yet. <laughs> Usman pairing it well, and he goes to the body counter there. The, the camera angle missed it, but Usman body countered him when he was throwing that time. Usman is level changing under the strikes and trying to uh, dip inside. Side of uh, Covington's rear hand. Yeah, good little slip off because he knows he's going to throw that rear hand. So hand fight in the jab away and slip in the rear hand away. And there was some good counters and good straight there from, from Usman. This is good stuff. Shows the snatch single. Oh, cracked him with that uh that rear straight. Good one, too. Falls up the right hand. Good open stance kicking. This these you know good combinations from Covington. It's just uh mechanically there are some issues. And his defense is pretty bad. Yeah, it's all it's all linear for Covington. It's all it's all back and forth. Oh, cut, cut, cut the counter jab there too. I think if you're just looking at his reactions to things, you don't see how much Covington actually gets hit by. He actually did a good job getting out of the way of that one three, and now he's doing a good job slipping the jab and good counters there from Covington. All right, he's improving. Uh, really wild hooking in the pocket there, and that got him double collar tied and countered. But he's. He's just throwing, tries to uh, head kick that outside slip, knees uh, off that. <laughs> hooking now, hooking to, to deal with the slip. That's good. Fights the hands and, and shrugs off that collar tie. That was a good moment there from Covington. And now using those high kicks, those round kicks, to, uh, to deal with any slipping as well. Try to set up his straights with the, with the round attacks. Just committing, find, finding the distance, finding the target a little bit more on that right hand now. Left hand, rather. Have I been saying right hand? His rear hand. Bad with left and right. <laughs> That's why I usually say lead and rear. Yeah, I, I think his idea is just, just to stay in this range and, and beat Usman on volume and, and try to pay, you know, break him down with the pace and uh, overwhelm him and not, you know, maybe wrestle later if, if things kind of open up for him. But I think this is, this is the plan. And they switch stance here. Uh, Covington does. And that's opening up a whole different <laughs> set of attacks. It was Usman's jab really taking over here. And that, uh, that outside kicking as well. Oh, I see that he uh, dipped under and hit to the body twice. That hurt him. The second body shot hurt him. Body again for Usman. What happened in this round, man? <laughs> it's hard to even evaluate Covington because uh, so much is happening. Good pull counter there from Usman. Nice. Nice. Uh, slip into the, the lead hand body shot. That's cool. very good. Colby making Usman look like a very good striker. 
Oh, nice. Almost gets countered off the kick, but uh, slips and gets his own counter in. Another back to open stance. Good idea on the knee, but uh, gets caught, and then he eats a body shot for his troubles. He's, he's staying persistent. Oh, there's there's a nice uh, right hook. Uh, left, left hook, rather. Rear hook. I'm going to keep messing up. Just get used to it. Yeah, Usman switches stances now. Getting his jab going. Oh, I <laughs> slip outside into the body shot. Yeah, I think people who uh, whew, I think people who score any of these rounds for Covington are probably ignoring how much he's getting nailed to the body, like with huge shots. He's just eating them. He's no selling them really well. But I mean, if you're talking about damage, oh my god, like the biggest shots of the fight have been those huge body shots. Um, and there's that little that little flurry where uh, Covington got some really good offense going. Uh, where he hit the, the out, I think he landed the head kick and he hit that knee afterward. Uh, but yeah, as far as Covington's approach, I think the idea is pretty solid. I think he knows that Usman's going to beat him in, in these wrestling situations in the clinch. Um, so he's just pursuing this volume striking game. And uh, for Usman, I think he should be pressuring more and I think he should be looking to clinch and wrestle, but we know he doesn't. Um, he should be, though. He's definitely not taking it to Covington where Covington has the most vulnerabilities. Um, based on his skill set, but you know Covington doing about as well as he could be, you know, with, with everything he has. So this is definitely the best version of him on the feet, I'd say. So we'll see how his uh, volume holds up. We'll see if he changes his tactics at all, strike selection, anything like that. See how that influences the way the fight continues to go. Doing a good job getting out of the way there. That was pretty sloppy. <laughs> now he's a little more aware of like the pull counters and, and what Usman's going to do to him. And try and get in and out a little bit more. That's to be one adjustment. And he's going to the body. That's an adjustment. Adjustments are important. Important for your rating and for winning fights. So his corner probably told him what Usman was countering a lot and, and what he should do to try to mitigate that, which I think is good. Good stuff. That, the hand fight really opening up things for Usman now. Oh, yeah. Nice nice, nice rhythm coming back in with that jab there. He read his timing really well. Another back and close stance. A lot of lead hand action. Good pull counter there from Covington. That was nice. Covington trying to lead to the body a lot more, and it's encouraging Usman to hit him back to the body. I think that's what makes him stop. <laughs> Scared him off of it. Good little intercept and clinch attempt there, but uh, don't think he was that interested in hanging on to him. Usman pressuring a little bit. Covington trying to scare him off with the rear hand. Nice, nice slip. Uh, simultaneous counter. <laughs> really janky left hook, but uh, slipped outside and hit that, hit that well. And yeah, that snap kick, really, he walked into that one. That must have hurt. And uh, punched off his kicks there, too. It's good from Usman. He eats a check hook, though, and a rear straight. Yeah, every time Covington lands anything clean, he's following up with multiple shots, trying to you know build off that combination, which I think is good stuff. Yeah, definitely appreciate the volume approach. And, and his strike selection is usually pretty fun. Uh, just in the pocket, he gets a super hooky, and I think that's, that's a problem for him. And his defense is bad. 
objectively. If he's not moving straight back, he doesn't really have a, a good answer to anything. And even then, he has a hard time reading, reading the distance. But I think he's just selling out on the fact that he thinks he can eat it all and that he's just going to keep out volume and he's going to keep pushing it. Going all right for him. See, he still seems confident. Yeah, he's just having a rough time getting finding the distance on, on Usman. Usman only needs to move back a tiny bit for Covington to miss. Uh, he's trying to keep Usman on the end of his strikes, and Usman's much more willing to get into these close quarter situations and bang his body and uh, clinch and wrestle if he needs to. So I think that's affecting what they're able to do. Oh, dipped under that one and hit the body. That was dirty. Covington's body is crazy durable because he's been hit with a ton. Looks like he was looking for the step-up knee there and the foot hit the cup. This isn't the thing that people talk about all the time, is it? Like that Camargo fake to take the groin shot. Is that what they say? Yeah, this is definitely the one they talk about all the time. The foot grazes up the side of the cup. I've seen it a million times. Up the side. You can't see it because the way the shorts are. It's the top of the cup, and it pushes the cup up, and that's what hits his, hits his balls. You'd be surprised what, what actually affects you when, when it hits your cup or which part of the cup it has to hit. It's a close stance here, chopping that outside. The leg, a lot more lead hand action. This one switches. Orthodox. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to keep up with the hands, hand left or right <laughs> with all the stance switching. It's, it's, it's lead and rear. That's going to be what I say, hopefully. So back in open stance, a lot more hand fighting. The lead hands now, much more rear hand reliant in these situations. Yeah, Covington just trying to build off his jabs, get into the range to, to land his rear hand, but that's how Usman is countering him most of the time. That's the issue. And his rear hand is not really that much of a threat to Usman. See him get back to that snap kick to the body. This one. Yeah, the uh, the open stance round kicking hasn't been that nice. Nice lift into the body hasn't been that big of a uh, a factor for either of them, but I think it could be. Definitely gonna lower the hands. Good hooking off the off the exchange there at the end. Oh, nice nice body head from Covington. Tries it again, but mechanics were terrible and he got counter hard. <laughs> Huge body shot there. Usman just weaving forward and digging into him again. Covington doesn't really have anything on the back foot. That's why I think Usman could be pressuring much harder than he is. Usman trying to have like a boxing match or whatever he thinks he's doing. I think Usman has a different idea of, of what he needs to do to look good and win fights than, than what his skill set allows him to do. If, if he pressed forward more, if he pushed the, pushed the issue more with his pressure, I think he could put Covington in some really bad situations and hit him much harder. Um, but I think he's enjoying himself, so <laughs> guess it's all right. Yeah, Covington tries to follow up with that and just eats, eats a counter, I believe. Oh, they didn't show the, the second attempt. 
yeah, but he went uh, rear hook to the body, lead hook to the head. That was nice. Trying to listen to the corner here. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> Henry Hoof giving motivational support in the corner. Yeah, next fight we watch will be the Mosfidel fight, and there will be much more wrestling and grappling to discuss that time. But this is just going to be all, all striking commentary, which is not my forte, but I'm trying. <laughs> so we got open stance again. This one jabbing off the, the hand fight, parrying down the hand, jabbing over it. Just moving a little bit out of the way, a little bit back off the rear hand attempts from Covington. There's that snap kick to the body. Yeah, it's it's, it's wide open. <laughs> and if he's always going to be walking towards you a little bit, then there's no reason not to do it. And oh, he's knee off the off the clinch there. Gets the inside angle jab going again. Yeah, this one's got a super heavy jab. The way he uh, closes it off at the end of the strike. Decent decent mechanics on that most of the time. Covington not having a lot of success with any of his individual ideas. There's sometimes Usman's a little bit open defensively and he can just push it a little bit further and find the success. But like going to the body has been good for him, but then that's also opened him up to counters. And it also makes Usman hit him in the body more and to hit him in the body, he needs to be closer. And that's when Usman's been hitting him. So it's just, I think he's a little bit worried about doing the things he needs to do to, to get more success. And also Usman's hit him hard a bunch of times in many different phases, and that's probably been uh, regrettable for him. <laughs> He's done a pretty good job. If you just consider the totality of his skill set and in his physical tools that allow him to do this, it's a, it's a pretty impressive performance. But if he was fighting like Stephen Thompson, for example, this probably would be going terribly for him, but he'd be doing a different type of fight, you know? pressuring a lot harder, you know, selling out on these exchanges a lot more just to get to the legs, to get him to the cage. I kind of think Stephen Thompson would beat him, though. I'm not sure. They should book that. I think Thompson would give uh, Usman some good looks, too, but I, I favor Usman in that one. See, the, the body hitting has been really good for Covington, but he's just not stuck with it, and I can only theorize why. I think it's because of Usman discouraging him in a couple of different ways. Oh, <laughs> lead rear hook to the bodies. Super loud, that one. Yeah, intercepting him with the uh, with the jab there. Colvin, uh, Colvington. <laughs> Covington, uh, a lot of urgency to get off the cage there. Didn't like that situation. You can tell he really doesn't want to clinch or grapple or wrestle with Usman at all. And people talk about his cardio. He's got a good motor. He can really push the pace. It's impressive, but he does gas out. He does get tired. Um, against RDA, for example, he had a whole round where he basically uh, RDA offensively wrestled and grappled him because he was just tired. Um, it happens. It happens. He's not a. He's not like Usman, where he can just keep up the same exact pace the entire time. He it it comes and goes. More similar to Habib, I would say, than than Usman. 
Khabib gets tired too, but it's because he's pushing a crazy pace, but then he can, you know, collect himself and get a second wind. Uh, but I think Covington kind of slows down a lot more. There's that uh, plays with the lead hand and goes a uh, rear hook to the body. Yeah, volume definitely slowed down in this round. I think it's because Covington's leading less because Covington's been the one coming into Usman's range, opening up these counter exchanges. Usman doing fine when he leads on his own. It's just, it limits the amount of exchanges. And Covington refuses to attack. I think he kind of took this round off. Yeah, eight strikes in the round for, for Covington. Definitely way below his average. I like uh, I like how he switched stances off that kick and uh, and hit his uh, southpaw jab. Yeah, you see that Covington just doesn't have the range at all, and and Usman not doesn't really have to do that much. Just play with the lead hand, move back a little bit. Oh, oh, hooks him off the break there. Yeah, I really think that Usman could just lead more and push him back. I poke. I think Usman could lead a lot more and push him back and, and get some serious damage going. I don't think he needs to play counter or wait on wait on Covington at all. It seems like the opposite of the ideal game plan for him. But he's doing a good job of it. It's not like he's giving up a lot of space. He's just kind of holding center and saying, come on, come on, come here. Create the exchanges and I'll beat you in them. Which, you know, good enough to do it. But I, I don't think that's his ideal game plan. Yeah, definitely an eye poke. Try to push off off the kick. This one side is a little red. I think he'll start again soon. I would skip ahead, but we're so in sync right now. I haven't paused or done anything, so I don't want to ruin our, our place in the video, <laughs> so I won't. Yeah, for Covington, it's like all the things I need him to do. If he wants to start doing better and win the fight, it seems like he just kind of, you know, the break between the rounds, like kind of let the damage set in a little bit more. He's a little tired. He doesn't really have it in him to do what he needs to do. Um, there he goes. He, he comes out hot here. I think the breather was nice for him. Another slip off into the body shot from from Usman. That that's his best look all fight. So now he's pressuring a little bit more. He's letting his hands go a little bit more as Usman. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, this fight is progressively Usman getting better ideas and figuring out th that he can beat Covington more easily than he thinks he can. It's Covington realizing that his stuff isn't working that well and backing off and getting discouraged and becoming less confident and his volume waning. And there's a big, big grand counter. Why does he walk like that? <laughs> Here's our first rewind of the fight. We're at a... 2313 of the video. <laughs> I don't know why he does that. It's so weird. It's so creepy. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a fight where Covington gets progressively worse. And it has a lot to do with discouragement, a lot to do with the way that Usman is, you know, shutting down his entire game. Every attack he likes, Usman's giving him a counter. We're doing something to make it worse. Plus, he's been banging his body the whole time. Uh, so, yeah, his cardio <laughs> is going to be affected by that. Um, you can be in great shape. If someone destroys your body, then you're going to gas. Um, so I, I'm not saying he's gassed. I'm saying he's tired. Uh, he's feeling it for sure. Um, and he's in great shape, so he can keep fighting normally and, and put out some volume, but he just cannot keep the pace that he could before. 
there's less steam on what he's doing. His durability, it affects him a little bit more. He's not as fresh uh, to react to the, to the punishment the same way. And I think uh, that's, that's, that's very important. Yeah, I mean, basically everything he likes to do has been countered. <laughs> with much harder than he can do it. So that's just, what are you going to do at this point? Would you like to see him try to like maybe wrestle and see if he can get that going? No, because if that's going to make him more tired than the striking. Um, there's also the factor that uh, I think it was when I broke his broke Covington's jaw or, or fractured it or something to his jaw in that last round. So now he's even more vulnerable than he was before. Um, so he's going to have to sell out and try to do some serious damage is, is basically the, the way to win. But I don't know, in, in the middle of a fight, you're not really scoring it. So you don't know if you're winning or not. So he might believe that he, he has won rounds and just needs to win a couple of rounds or win one round to, to win the fight, which is not true. Uh, if you're really scoring it, then Covington did not win any of the rounds. Um, but yeah, it's coming, coming hard for him here and swinging, swinging with everything. And even though it's not great, that's, that's the idea. You got to do that. You got to do that at this point. Once you're in those exchanges, once you land something, you got to, you got to go off and try to make the most of that. He's stuck into the body kick. That sucks. Oh, another big body shot from Usman. Another, another body kick from Usman. Judges seriously ignore body striking, and I think that's why he had some scorecards in his favor because a lot of Usman's best work has been to the body. It's a big jab, too. It's just so obvious. He's hitting him so hard in the body. How do you not acknowledge that? Because <laughs> he can't see it on their face. Like That's just so dumb. And now he doesn't even need the hand fight because Covington relying much more on his guard because I think he's, it's because he's tired. Um, so Usman can just jab from range and land for free. Uh, or just back Covington up with it. And I think Covington more interested in protecting his face too because of the jaw injury. So that's probably what drew his hands up as well. And it's opening up the body. So it's opening up the jab, it's opening up the body striking. Like things just got a lot worse for him. So I'm glad he, he tried to sell out and, and get the finish earlier in the round when he had the energy uh, because that's basically the best. <laughs> oh, big counter rear hook. That's basically the best path for him right now. So I don't I don't mind his approach overall to the way he started the fight. He made a couple adjustments. That's a good counter counter uppercut by Covington. He made a couple of adjustments, but they just got shut down really quickly. And his capacity to continue to make those changes uh, wanes just because Usman was beating him up and, and wearing him down. Um, so his game plan of beating Usman up and wearing him down and being persistent was undone by his own being worn down by Usman's game plan. So uh, you could say it's a good game plan from Usman. It's, it's like I said, not the best available game plan. I think there were better ones, um, but not a bad one conceptually because it works, definitely works, but definitely also relied on Usman having a really good chin and being able to tank whatever Usman hit him with. And now oh, kid, kid presence in the pocket there from Usman and great counters. Uh, really getting off of these rear hand counters is the uppercut. Covington's got a crazy chin too. Inch the honestly, we, we, we did the podcast about toughness. I think this is a great fight to demonstrate toughness for Colby Covington because he was discouraged so many times. So many times, Usman said, No, don't do that. I'm going to hit you really hard if you do that. And Covington has continued to try to force these exchanges and make it happen. So he's tough as nails, honestly. He, he's very tough. Uh, I, can't, I can't discredit that whatsoever. 
it was fun too to continue doing this game plan but also there's a confidence that my stuff is working and i can eat your shots and i hit harder and i have the better conditioning and i'm a better wrestler and i'm the better grappler so he he has the full right to be confident and consistent and confident to keep going but covington it's so much harder to to convince yourself to keep trying to win this way uh even when it's not working at all um you made these small months moments of success are definitely encouraging him but those are so much less common in this fight than Usman just pounding him. Uh, so <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely a testament to his mental strength. He's, he's very mentally strong, um, despite all the ways he embarrasses himself out of the fight. But in the fight, he's definitely, I'm impressed with his his, uh, his toughness. See, this is why it's good when we do these conceptual podcasts. Now I can start to talk about a subject more without feeling like I have to explain it a lot, and you can go refer to the podcast and uh, get some insight into that. We didn't talk about Covington at all in that podcast. We did a lot of other examples, but uh, this, is, this is definitely a good fight to demonstrate that. Mark Goddard trying to encourage them to be gentlemen. <laughs> good open side kicking from Covington. Yeah, you see the steam on, on this stuff is just not there. It's the end of the fourth round of a brutal fight where your body's been hit hard so many times. Uh, face has been beat up so many times. It's just, how, how? How would you? How would you have the same steam? How would you have the same energy um, at this point? Usman does, which is just absurd. <laughs> Good counter, snap kick to the body. That's been a great tool for him. Checking the hands there. Yeah, these parries, these hand checks to open up the counters, the slips, the dips, just a lot of a lot of good defensive awareness from Usman. But also Covington, it's pretty easy to read. He does mostly the same things. Uh, but when he mixes it up, like when he leads body, that's when when it's been good for him. And that's not something that being tired affects a lot. But like I said, just exposing yourself like that to change levels. And mechanically, he lowers, drops his hands a lot when he throws. So to duck in like that. That's been discouraged by the counter body shots, the uppercuts, the snap kick. Like there are reasons that Covington isn't doing all the things that have been working for him. It's because Usman hurt him into not wanting to do it anymore. <laughs> Let's try here some of the advice here. Didn't sound like any technical advice, just like, hey, hey, you're almost there, you're almost there. <laughs> Stay strong. One more round. Yeah, I think Covington, part of his uh, willingness to, to continue to fight the way he is and, and push it and, and, and keep going for it, I think part of that is that he believes that he, he has won rounds and that if he wins this one, he could still win. Um, I think he also knows it's a good fight. Uh, his psychology is pretty interesting. I, you just don't know a lot about him based on the way he talks outside the cage because it's clearly so forced and terrible. Um, and yeah, I don't think he's like a good person. I just think he's different. In some ways, how that one landed actually with the foot. Uh, I just think he's different than, than, than we can know by what he says outside the cage. And I think I understand him a lot more just men mentally um, in a fighting sense, just based on watching him. He's definitely a competitor. Can't deny that. Not every fighter is a hard competitor. A lot of fighters give up um, in, in a whole lot of different ways. He hasn't given up. He's he's been discouraged. He's he's come back and forth in this fight, but he's still he's still interested in trying to win. And and he's 
aware of the consequences for his attempts and he's going to do it anyway and get back out there and get hurt again. Uh, and that's, that's very, very brave. That's admirable. And that's a quality that's important for, you know, enforcing your win condition His win condition is entirely attached to him to, to continuing to try to put out volume. Uh, even though that's something that he knows is going to get him countered. He's got to keep trying and to, to find those little moments of success to build off of. It's just not working. <laughs> And that's just the limitations of his game. You can't expect someone to morph their game mid-fight. Um, but, I mean, the things that he's done, the ways that he's tried, and, you know, and the enthusiasm, it's definitely there. So I rate him at decent, decently high in this fight. I think it's definitely a quality win, uh, higher than the one we just watched. Um, and if you consider that this isn't even the best part of Covington's game, uh, it's pretty pretty good showing, I'd say. Against a different fighter, one that didn't have the huge edge in, in wrestling and grappling that this one has, this could be a totally different story, even if it's the exact same striker. It's just a really uphill matchup for Covington. Nice, nice. Yeah, this one landing Cleed on the lead, getting out of the way on the counters really easily. That's the reason why I think he should have been pressing it from the start. I don't know why he engaged in this fight. Um, I think he was just confident that he could win this way and thought that this would be the best way to try and knock him out. Uh, but I would like to see a rematch where he wrestles him. Because Covington's defensive wrestling grappling is definitely a weak spot and just a lead hook to the body there. Yeah, even when Covington does have the range on his, on his rear hand, it's not hard for <laughs> Usman to just block it. He doesn't really build off those rear hand shots as much as he does his lead hand. Just outside slip rear hand there. Just to check hook him there. Oh yeah. See, this is he could have done this from the get-go. Got him against the cage, and I can let off. Go body head. Ram that jab in there. Play with the hands. Walk him down. Lead hooker for your hand. But these are strikes that he was landing with the whole time. Just if you press the issue, if you keep going, if you push him backward, he doesn't really have anything to stop you. <laughs> he doesn't have anything to stop you. Like that was true the whole fight. This was possible the entire time. But I think Usman just felt more ready to try because <laughs> the fight's almost over and he wants the knockout. But that's not the best. If I was rating Usman, I think that would actually take away from his rating a little bit there, that he had that win condition present the whole time. I mean, he really wasn't that interested in pushing it. Um, his psychology is something I don't entirely understand. Uh, Covington, I think I get a lot more. <laughs> Cool fight, though. Uh, definitely slows down a, a decent amount, but um, the stoppage was fine. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't bad. Um, yeah, so for the rating for Covington, I originally, I, I came up with the rating after the fight happened because a lot of these fights I had 
you know, I made the list maybe like a year or so ago. Uh, so a lot of fights have already happened. I had to you know, dig them up, but a lot of the things that have been added, you know, when the fights happen, added in them live, I feel more confident in those ratings. Uh, so I call that an 81. Uh, it's definitely a B, B tier rating. Um, I just think the limitations in Covington's game put a hard ceiling on how high that rate can go. Um, and even like his tools that make him effective, like his, his cardio and his volume, uh, aren't what they're cracked up to be in some respects. Um, and, and his game was shut down pretty easily. But the thing is that, that I think brings it back up a little bit is that even with his game being shut down easily, he didn't stop. That, did, that didn't stop him. Uh, so super durable, super persistent. Um, so that, that gives him a little something. So I'm going to give him a little bump. Um, just call it 80, 83 symbolically. Uh, that should be helpful. <laughs> if um, yeah, the person above Kamaru Usman is John Jones in, in my ranking. So uh, we'll have to, uh, to to sleep on it a bit more and think about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. What I'm really considering is my uh, Gilbert Burns rating, but we're not going to watch the Gilbert Burns fight. We're going to watch the Jorge Masvidal fight because uh, I feel like I just did a commentary on the Burns fight very recently, and I don't think I've done a commentary on the Masvidal fight. I did do a breakdown. There's like a, a article on Bloody Elbow called Wrestling Breakdown, uh, Kamar Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Uh, it's pretty good. Just about the different ways that uh, Usman enforced wrestling and grappling against Masvidal, and we're gonna do it again. Can't do it again right now if I can find it. And I wonder where is the fight? Where is the fight on Fight Pass? That is the question. They don't have the single fight video available, so I'm now fast forwarding all the way to the fight in the UFC 251 event video. I'm saying this for the people who are trying to follow along. I feel like that is a, that is necessary to clarify. All right, so if you are gonna watch along with me and set up your own video, I'm gonna pause it in a second, and the time from you pausing it is three hours 13 minutes and 32 seconds um so if you want to get that ready we'll start in a second okie dokie i took a quick break i'm back <laughs> so we're gonna watch uh kamaru usman versus jorge masvidal and like i said the time on the fight pass video is thir- 3 13 32 um and uh yeah we're gonna watch it on go three two one go and this fight didn't start yet, but that's the time that I paused it at. They're about to start. News Masvidal was hanging out in the cage. Um, so Masvidal gets going right away, uh, kicking the outside of the leg, snap kicking up. That's good. Really kick heavy, punching off his kicks. That's great stuff. And a good parry of the kick there by, by Usman and parries it into the double leg. So the kick heavy approach from Masvidal, I like it. <laughs> Attacking off the back, I like it. Making it uncomfortable for him to maintain top position scoring. Um, that's all good stuff for sure. Uh, but yeah, the kick, the kick heavy approach from open stance is great. That's why I think Covington could have done a lot more of, and it would even made more sense for Covington to do it because he's should have been less worried about being wrestled than Masvidal is. Um, but 
Masvidal is the one that should be more worried about it. It's funny um, that he's the one that, that did the approach, but you know, that's why he's the striker and Covington's the wrestler. Um, now he's just trying to control posture. I, I think uh, we'll see. We'll see how the situation progresses, but definitely going to make a judgment here based on how he treats the situation. Oh, good feet on hips and smacking him, trying to make him go away. Up kicking, trying to make him go away. Um, I, I'd kind of prefer a, a more technical getup, but yeah, it gets to the single, other in front headlock, gets to his hands, builds up his base, try it back up. It's tough because you want to fight the hands, but you need the hands to keep yourself up. You can see? <laughs> Definitely difficult. I would simply hit a peek out. I would deal with that. But yeah, pushes the hands off back back to his feet. So that's good stuff there. Using that rear rear straight entry and that one counter to the body, which is nice. Yeah, those those big telegraph up top attacks are a bad idea because uh, if you want to duck under them, he's going to hit your body or shoot on you. But I'd like to see the kicking's good, and I'd like to see uh, Masvidal measure out his strikes a little bit more to the head and and lead to the body more. Good uh, striking off the break there in the clinch. And Masvidal, it's good stuff. On the open side. Um, and Usman's pairing them, but he's also getting hit by them. That's a good level change. Fake. Is that kick again? Jab into the shot. Very nice stuff from, from Usman. Up to the underhook. Pressing on the bicep to keep him pinned there. Going to try to work back to the body lock. Can't do it. Goes double. Can't get it. Because uh, Masvidal has that wizard. Keeps him high and also attack that other hand, but still scoops out the legs. Crazy strong and pulls out the post. Monsville works back up. Good defensive wrestling by Monsville. He needs to get off the cage. He's good at shutting down these situations and shutting down these attacks, but the more time there, the worse it is. So definitely would like prefer to see him just disengage entirely. But the underhook is only going to be good for pushing him off the cage and creating space like that. The wizard is going to be better to, to get off, but if you can pummel in on both sides and just push straight or get double under hooks and turn them off, that'll be good. With that wizard, you can definitely go wizard and collar and try to uh, to pull off and get get space on that open side like uh, Leon Edwards did. Mustafa's going to under hook and wrist, trying to strike in the in the space in between. He's trying to win the situation. I think that's part of the problem. He's trying to win the situation rather than focusing on creating. See, he had room to get out there. And Usman just kind of let him out. If he wanted to stick to him more, I think he could have. Punching off the kicks there from Masvidal. Switch hitting a little bit. Stomping the knee. It's good stuff. Yeah, that, that that's what he knocked out Darren Till with. But I just think it's a bad idea for Usman. It, it's too much load up. And you, you break your stance uh, during it as well, which is dangerous to do against a wrestler. And uh, Masvidal, I think, actually did fade a little bit physically early on maintained after that, but I think he kind of blew his load early on with the volume and intensity he was trying to fight with. And maybe that could be something that's different with a full can. Trying to one, three there off the, off his exit. Usman. Good counters there. Good counters there off the jab for Masvidal. Jabbing himself to draw it out. That's the problem. If you're stuck on the cage, even if you have really good reads, you're going to have to be like perfect. A good overhand counter to the jab. That's what a Burns ends up hitting. Good one, too, uh, as, he, as he walks in. Good counters there. But again, you have to be perfect every time because he only needs one 
exchange where he can get through to, to clinch you, and that could end up being the rest of the round. But it's short time, so it's not a big deal. But you see that? He can just push through the hands. Try to snap kick him away. Superman punch is an interesting choice there. Um, this one loading up on those body shots. Yeah, Masvidal very competitive in this round. I think you could give it to him on damage for sure. Um, he did pretty much all the damage. Uh, so I, I would give him that round, but I think it's the only round I end up giving him. Uh, but yeah, I like, I like his strike selection. I like the intensity. Um, definitely trying to push him back, uh, using some good weapons to discourage wrestling like the snap kick, uh, changing levels a little bit, punching down a little bit. Uh, as, as Usman enters, uh, he had a, a counter for his jab. He had the overhand for his jab. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff. But there's also some things I don't think he needed to do that's kind of built into his game these days, and he should probably stop doing it. Like that like stutter step overhand uh, or just uh, whatever Superman punches he's throwing. Just things that take him out of his stance and break his base and make it easier to get a hold of him in a grappling uh, sense. Those are things you'll probably do less of uh, or just get rid of entirely. But again, short notice, you might not be totally, you know, your game might not be pared down the way you want it to. It's also some habits are, are hard to break. So hard to say. Yeah, he did, good. he did a good job in pretty much all these situations. I think what changes is that Usman gets a better read on what he's doing, and he slows down a little bit and gets easier to, to track him down and put him in one place and uh, grapple him a little bit more. But it's that kind of intensity, that kind of energy uh, for five rounds would be very interesting against Usman. Good body job lead from Usman. Showing him the level changes a lot more to set up the shots. Good. Uh, that, that time he blocked and parried. Didn't hit him that time. And as that snatch single set up by the uh, by the right hand of the body, I've, uh, I've made some clips of that. And good uh, turn and limp leg out. I think Usman probably could have pressed the issue a little bit more on that, but it's okay. Showing the level change again and lead hand into the shot. Uh, pulling up the head with the, with that guillotine grip, good from Masvidal, but it allows uh, Usman to crawl up to the body lock and he can reach across, lock his hands. He's going to drag him forward and come backward with the body lock. Didn't finish there, but that's that was the right mechanical idea. Usman uh, at Masvidal actually leaning over forward like that was actually good for that situation. But uh, if Usman tried to then, you know, bump his weight forward, he'd be able to put him on his hands and knees and start to build toward that turtle position. But for now, it was good. If he locks his hands again, I think he'll uh, he'll execute on that body lock faster, which is, I believe, what happens. So Masvidal trying to lock him up right here. Um, he's got that really loose wizard, not even really a wizard at all. And Usman's reaching across and controlling his wrists on the other side and just holding him against the cage with that one underhook and just stomping the feet. This is what I talked about um, on my podcast today that Usman is really good at just getting these sticking positions against the cage that don't really leave a lot of space to strike, but it doesn't matter because he's just going to knee your legs and stomp your feet, and that's offense. So he doesn't really need to pummel for anything more significant. He can just get a position where he can hold you and stick you against the cage and just get some pressure going with his shoulder and, and chest, and uh, that's all he needs. <laughs> he could just score and, and kill clock. Um, there's not much you can do about it. And Masvidal doing a good job me against him. But if both guys are against, are holding each other against the cage and the guy against the cage is striking a little bit more often than the guy who's, you know what I mean? They, if the offensive person is, is has a little more volume in those situations, the judges are going to favor them. And Masvidal did a pretty good job getting space off there, but he didn't disengage entirely, and he needs to do a better job at that. If you remember, Leon Edwards did a lot more framing off on the head and circling and more urgently uh, toward the center using that frame, using his wizards, uh, really, really pressing the point to try to get, get back toward the center. Whereas Masvidal, much less uh, concerned about that, and he should be. Good body job counter to the kick from Usman. 
And see, Usman's got a better read on that overhand now and level changes under it. And I think more linear striking, uh, level intercepting striking would be good for Masvidal. More, more of the snap kicks, more uppercuts would be good because Usman's counter answer to a lot of things is to dip under. So you should uh, punish that a bit. And if he leans more on his jab, then you start to hit the overhand counter. Uh, but then, you know, he could start to faint out his jab and draw your counters and, and do things to you based on that. But you have to at least get him to that point where he's reacting to you and changing his game to you uh, to limit his options. But you don't even have time to fully develop those strategies because you're getting held against the cage so much. Um, so that's part of the issue. And and hospital is definitely slowing down. Uh, there was definitely a little less speed on on those strikes, a little more labor trying to throw it. Understandably so. This looks terrible. <laughs> Do not want to do this ever in my life. I have a long clinch cage battle while I'm getting hit to the body and elbowed and uh, my feet stomped. So upsetting. <laughs> Seems like one of the most uncomfortable experiences in the world. See here, he's just got the underhook on one side. He's just pressing him with the shoulder and his hips and just uh, using his upper body to plant Masvidal in place and just that angle he just punch under the uh, under the underhook of, of Masvidal and hit him under it um, knee the legs stomp the feet and he's reaching across and grabbing that wrist again it's, it's working well shoulder bump oh jeez that was pretty violent shoulder attack this <laughs> month's really strong and there's a lot of him, so there's a lot of a lot of weight coming at you when he hits you with his shoulder. And uh, Usman chooses to break there, trying to set up a more favorable clinch position. Uh, not looking to break off and strike him, but just to set it up again and get back to a better attack. And oh, really good a force and pocket exchanges there from Hospital. Much cleaner attacker. Good lead hook there. Goes to the body there. He's a little counter, but good of him to go to the body, kicking out that leg. Tries to lead over with the overhand. Has to reset a little bit, get slip in the jab. The end of the round, you can't really build off the situation too much and good uh, body shot counter there from Usman. I'm convinced that Masvidal can, can make it a, a much closer fight in the rematch. Um, I think people are short selling his chances a little bit just because he did lose four rounds of this fight. But I think with some adjustments, he can he can give himself a lot more more of a chance to win. I just I can't be sure that enough is going to change. And Usman also is going to have more information on Masvidal. You know what I mean? I think it's easier for him to make improvements in the rematch than it is for Masvidal. Put up a John Jones tweet that he's the Usman's looking like him, and he also spelled it Kamari. It's a it's an embarrassing tweet. Um, this one looks better than Jones in the clinch is, is my point. And also he spelled his name wrong. Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, I think it's, it's kind of similar to the Mus with the Covington fight where by the time you realize what changes you need to, to make, you're already too tired to make them. <laughs> and now you're doing these things because you're tired, not necessarily because it's a bad idea, but just because you can't not do it. It's too hard to do another thing. Like to have better ring craft to push forward, to try to hold center more. It's, it's tiring uh, and, and you want to give up space and say, go away and try to reset and get some breathing room. But that's what gets you grappled. That's what gets you wrestled. 
Yeah, I like I like the way he attacks the leg. I like the way he's kicking both sides. I like the way he's jabbing him. I like the way he's slipping his jab. I like the way he's hitting him in the pocket. Um, I like some of what he's doing in the clinch. So that can all that can all be good. But I think yeah, more linear striking, um, like intercepting strikes, good in and out there, good punching off the kicks. I like that. Yeah, see now he's against the cage and he's not not concerned enough about <laughs> getting out of this position because he's like, oh, I'm good here. And he is very good here. The way he's uh, fighting the grips and and framing off and, and making it hard for, for Usman to clinch him, that's great. But you're still here. <laughs> you didn't go away. You, you, you hung out and tried to deny him the situation, tried to win the situation rather than disengaging from the situation. That's the fundamental error that, that he had in this fight. And it's not just that time. It was a lot. A lot of times that happens. You can see here Usman has this really loose underhook where he's just kind of holding off, blocking off the hips with his hand. And he's not even controlling with the other hand. Um, it's just that the hip and chest pressure, shoulder pressure too. Uh, he uses his upper body really well. There's that body jab, shows the level change with it. Jabbing in. Oh, good, good. <laughs> A little, pretty good movement from Usman in the pocket there. Just extending these exchanges. Just get him throwing. It's going to open up his hips. Exactly. Exactly. Now he's on the legs. The more you're throwing high level with your back to the cage, the more open your hips are. That's what we saw with Leon Edwards, although Mastodal a little more measured, a little more composed with his, a little better in his stance, but still, conceptually, it's going to open you up. You got to get out of there. You got to strike diagonally. <laughs> okay, he's the dart. Got to jab him back and then use use your space to exit to circle out. You got to do something to create create an exit lane. Uh, Ryan Wagner has a really uh, an old article here about Alexander Gustafsson that's all about that about the fundamental error of ring craft and how to get out of the situations. And there's a little diagram about the way you should go. And there's another marking about the way he does go. It's very it's very funny. I'll try to grab it for you guys if anyone asks. Um, the ten people that watch this. <laughs> There's a low blow there. Let's get back to it, fellas. I'm watching a lot of fights. Trying to get through this. I can't wait to do a resume review for a non-champion soon, so it's three-round fights maximum. I hate having to do multiple five-round fights. I can't believe I did that GSP review. That was so much work. It's like almost all five-rounders. They almost all went five rounds. Oh, my God. The good thing is I never have to do it again. It's done. It's there. Get it going. Start again. I haven't done as much uh, fast forwarding and, and rewinding as I, as I said I was going to do, but I also have a breakdown article about this fight already where I basically do the same thing. So uh, let's just enjoy not having to do that. And that's a break for you people there listening on the podcast platform. You don't have to worry about me doing that. Except the one time that Usman did the weird walk in the Covington fight. <laughs> that was the only time I did it. So I don't anticipate doing it. I, I know there's some more wrestling to come, but I, I, I know enough about the situations where I can break it down in real time. Also, I'll use Infants well to, uh, to try to back him up a little bit. Less, less committed strikes, a little body jab. But they, there's that big overhand. It's like, I just don't think you're going to... Get him that clean in the situations. He doesn't react enough defensively. He he's okay to shell up when you when you explode on him like that. And he's got a real big head. <laughs> it's just gonna be hard to hurt him. 
Yeah, Usman's definitely content to wait on people if they're not going to lead on him too much. He's kind of a counterfighter. Uh, not that he's a counter-striker, but just conceptually a counter-fighter. But it's funny because his best thing is to pressure to the cage and get his cage wrestling game going. Uh, but I think working with Trevor Whitman's going to get him even more into that mode where he's going to be waiting on people. So, all right, I will. I will go back. So, basically, very simple. Uh, <laughs> Jorge Masvidal has a huge lead. Uh, Usman level changes under, gets to his hips, and, and runs his feet through them double leg. Uh, what I want to look at a little bit more is the uh, the finish on the double leg. So we have this entry here where Masvidal is exploding in upper level, breaking his stance, like I said, breaking his stance on the entry. Look at that. He's square. He's still stepping through his stance on this lead. Uh, he has no base under him. So it's going to be pretty easy to knock him over. Uh, the, the fight pass timer is at 3.30, 34 if you're following along. I'm playing in a one-fourth speed, so I'm going to hit play now. So just a level change in place from Usman, not a big penetration step, but he gets control of both legs. Starts to run his feet straight through. His head's on the outside on the right here, and he's going to lift, pull out to the side that his head is on. And while he's doing that, you can't see it from this angle, but he's actually using his head to put pressure on those hips. So you pull the legs out and use your head as leverage on the hips. So that's going to send his upper body this way. And he's pulling his lower body this way. So he's turning him horizontal mid-drive. So drive forward to debase them. Not hard because he's already debased. And then scoop the legs, turn the head. And you can just basically run straight through and, and hit your knees because you already put them horizontally and just land in, in a dominant position. Uh, so one more time. I think I went back too far. More, I'm in half speed here. Check this out. Look at the head action on, on the finish. See how he's pressing down on his upper body with his head? That's important. All right, we're back to full speed. And the clock on fight pass, oops. Clock on fight pass is a 3.30.44. So I said that, and the fight time is now 1.36 in the third round. So he's got that little leg mount with a single. Gripping the upper body. Masvidal trying to crawl back up, shrink himself down so he can uh, get, get his feet under him. There you go. He's up with the wizard and Usman climbs the body lock uh, while he gets up. I'll go back again, actually. Uh, I said I wasn't going to do it, but here I am doing it. It's just interesting. So the way uh, Masvidal gets back to his feet, Usman is looking for that transition. So as soon as Masvidal is getting back up, Usman gets that left side underhook, which he always does. Uh, the thing is that this hand, this uh, left-handed Masvidal, that was his post, right? He used that to get up. So there's going to be time between him getting up and him getting any sort of grip on this side. And it was very easy for uh, Usman to reach through with his right arm and connect his hands behind the back here. So he gets this body lock while he's getting up. And the body lock is going to happen in two steps. So what he could do before, before he does this, what he could have done is just locked his hands, locked outside this leg, and dragged him back over the block that way. He's going to, he's going to send him in two directions. So he's first he's going to step in front and plant against the cage and step in front of his foot and, and pull him forward of the body lock. So watch that happen. I need to use the space bar. Sorry to the person that told me to do that. Um, so he just bumped him forward, right? So he bumps him forward and Masvidal is now leaning his weight forward, trying to plant his feet to stop himself from going that way. Um, and basically 
the the main thing that this did was it gave him a more dominant angle. Now he's closer to rear standing. So if he wants to come come across this leg, there is so much motion that can happen between him blocking it and pivoting him all the way back over. So watch him, watch him do it. Um, he's going to come block over with his left leg and he's going to pull him over the left leg and pull him back towards the cage. See that? So he's, he's pivoting his body, turning the body lock and, and forcing him over that block. And I think he might've even kicked out the leg while he did it. Might've uh, been a full, full exaggerated, uh, kick out there. It's hard to see because his leg looks like a, something crazy right now. Um, so I guess let's watch it back in, in slower, slower speed. 0.25 speed, quarter speed. He's getting that body body lock, and he's going to bump him off the cage first. So step in front, bump him forward in the body lock. Hospital has got to regain his base. And I guess it's not a take him one way, take him the other way type of situation like some body locks are. It's actually just to get the more dominant angle to get this block. So he's going to pull him back. And he's not just going to pull him back and, and try to you know, go straight back and land and try to recover the landing. He's going to pivot. See that pivot on that, on that foot. That's, that's the main thing that you have to do. Uh, pivot to turn your chest down to the mat. And since you have that body lock, they have to go with you. And since you block that leg, they can't do anything about it. They're just going to fall over that block. Oop. He'll land inside control. All right. Back to full speed. Uh, if you want to less, frazzled <laughs> body lock breakdown. Uh, my recent breakdown on Robert Whitaker, the article on bloody elbow, uh, it's a takedown breakdown is the name of the series. Uh, that's a good one. I, I explain it better <laughs> there. And those body locks are a little bit easier to break down than one that was a uh, two directional. So now we have uh, Usman in this uh, crucifix position, but also bumps out and gets back to his back. Good post elbow there from Usman. Usman just, uh, you know, keeping el elbow pressure in the neck. I think he just elbowed his neck. You're not allowed to do that. Masa um, <laughs> was trying to control hands and limit his options at this point. He knows there's only 30 seconds left in the round at this point. Probably not going to try to do too much, which I, I agree with. I think it's probably not worth the effort to get up. You definitely lost the round. Usman using the can opener, but Masvidal's guard is already open. Um, so it's not really that, <laughs> that important to do the can opener at that point. Also, I'm going to go feet on hips, just trying to control and make sure that nothing bad happens to him here. Uh, but yeah, overall with Masvidal's performance, I think overall he had good ideas on the feet, uh, but he just, he's got a little too predictable and he slowed down a lot. So it was a lot easier to read those situations. Um, and, and it was much had a good game to, to exploit all of his weaknesses really, but his counter offense is good. He got a lot done. He, he got some good looks in there. It just feels less competitive than the Covington fight because Covington, you know, Usman wasn't interested in grappling and, and wrestling Covington. But if, if that was something that Usman was pursuing, I think that fight would have looked a lot different. Um, and I, I dare say that Masvidal did a better job discouraging him from, him from that than Covington did. With that fight, it just kind of seemed like Usman wasn't interested in doing it. Um, this fight, he's very much trying to. Uh, he just has to work through a lot of Masvidal's uh, offense before he can get there. And once they get there, Masvidal is a good clinch fighter. It's just once he gets the legs, it's a bit of a different story. Um, and once he gets on his back, it's a bit of a different story. But Covington's not that good there either. Uh, if you watch the RDA fight, it's he did not look good <laughs> in those situations. 
and I will watch that one soon. We will have a video. Basically, next time there isn't an event, I'll do the robbery, the robbery series or like debatable decision series, and I will score the fights and I will try to figure out some stuff. And maybe there will be guests. Maybe I won't be alone. We'll see. So here we are, the fourth round. This one going in the body. Masvidal clearly pacing himself, <laughs> trying to limit his offense. There's that snatch single up to the seatbelt position, the single against the cage. And it doesn't really matter if you finish it. You just got your cage position off that attack, so it's a good, it's a good step. Good progress. So same position. It's that shoulder pressure off the, off the really loose underhook. There's a little bit of space on that right side for body punching. You can just really bear in with that left side. You just get a lot of forward pressure there. If you're Masvidal, then you, you want to take away that underhook, right? So you want you know, to pummel in on that side. But he's uh, he's holding that that wizard. He's got to pummel with him. But pummeling is... is You've probably done pummel warm-up drills at the beginning of practice, but have you done them at the end of the practice when your arm's really tired? It's not something you feel like doing. <laughs> but there is room there. There is room there to try to try to dig that underhook in with... Yeah, there he goes. See? It was always there. So he's attacking the wrist. That's fine. Um, but now as, as soon as that appears to be something that he might, a position he might lose, Usman uh, presses his hips in and gets rid of all the space. It makes us, so there isn't room anymore to pummel in. That's his secret. That's, that's a little something that he does that really works it out there. He uh, draws out the hands up with the jab shoots underneath clean double leg entry, no, no resistance from Masvidal. Um, so at this point, Masvidal way too concerned with just trying to get a counter off because he's too tired to do a lot of things. So he needs to focus on doing one effective thing. So he's waiting for the jab, looking to counter. Usman shows him the jab and shoots underneath whatever the answer is going to be. Which is always going to be an option, but just the fact that Masvidal can't really process too many things. He doesn't have the energy to, to react to, to multitask, essentially, to change uh, you know ideas quickly. It's just a factor of conditioning. So that's something that could definitely change. In the rematch, he didn't gas too bad here, but he he definitely fell off hard after about a round and a half. I think people underestimate, like, don't fully understand what how fatigue works in fights. Like, just because a guy who didn't look wasn't gasping for air and like looked, you know, like he couldn't do things anymore and like couldn't hold his arms up doesn't mean they're not tired and it isn't affecting them. Like when guys are really good athletes, they probably won't get that tired in five rounds. Like it's not going to be that noticeable, but you can see them slow down. You can see their activity drop. You can see then their muscular endurance get worse, but Oh, wow. Is a, what, what little space his mom was giving him. I think he was trying to open up and strike. Hospital had a, a really good burst of activity there trying to scare him off in those positions and, uh, hooking off, off the hand fight. And this one just getting back to what he does. Also pressuring him a bit and a spinning back fist is an interesting idea, but a bad one, I think. Um, getting back to the open stance kicking. Yeah, I think I think uh, uppercuts are a really good idea here. <laughs> I, I think he hasn't thrown any, and they they are a good weapon against Usman, which we saw again with the Burns fight. He hit him with some really really solid uppercut counters. But yeah, dropping the hands off your leads to to fight the hands that's good stuff from Masvidal. Teeping to keep the distance that's good stuff. Kick the open side, kick the arms, try to hit your overhand counter, catch underhooks against the shot. That's good stuff. So he's prioritizing his, his defense there. He's, he's paring it down, 
he's trying to get off these these counters, but he has to hang out in the cage to get the space to let him come in. But catching the underhooks well, but it doesn't matter because you can catch underhooks against Usman. He can still, you know, like control your wrist, use his head, uh, get you against the cage. This is another thing that Masvidal uh, has going against him is that Usman is standing him up by putting his head underneath his head. See, now they're ear to ear and they're, they're basically on equal terms with regard to height. Um, but height's important because if you want to pummel in under someone, you need to get underneath to, to get the pummel going. Um, and if they want to double leg you against the cage, if you're tall, automatically, if you're tall, your legs are closer together and it's easier to double leg you and it's harder to not be double legged. If you're you know squatting down, it's easier to get your legs further apart. Pretty simple, right? I don't think clinch controls time to really be a stat because it's what you do in the clinch that matters more than just holding the position, but he has, he has been hitting him, <laughs> stomping his feet and punching his body a little bit. Yeah, there's that head positioning again, making sure that he can't uh, pummel or, or do much to defend. Good elbow off the little space there, and that, that put him back on the cage. He felt that one. He smiled. He had to react to that. That's the end of round four. But yeah, Masvidal basically just reacting to Usman at this point doesn't really have, he, he keeps changing ideas between like, okay, I'm going to have a burst of energy and attack him. And, Oh, he's coming at me now. I will just hang back and just wait for him. And I'll try to catch under hooks. I'll try to counter him, try to make him go away, but he, he's not that easy to dissuade. He'll come back at you. He'll, he'll jab, he'll draw out your reactions. He'll get back to your legs. Um, it's tough. He's hard to beat, which is why he is uh, undefeated in the UFC and why he's the champion. So there you go. But honestly, like, well, I don't think the rematch is totally deserved just based on, you know, activity, the way that this is going. Um, I, I think it's still going to be an interesting fight in the rematch. So I think he could, I think he could probably do better. Masvidal could. Um, definitely some improvements to be made. Um, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm more interested than I was before rewatching it. A little more competitive, a little bit of a better watch than uh, than people probably remember. But again, all Masvidal's success doesn't really seem to lead anywhere. Like Usman is just really hard to hurt. Um, so it's going to have to be a lot more success to win rounds. But we'll see. We'll see. And I'm wondering with, with Whitman, is Usman going to be more interested in pressuring, less interested in pressuring, the same exact amount as this fight. <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to know what changes he's going to make because he's kind of unpredictable with regard to game plans. So Masvidal fainting a lot, trying to get a good read on him to yeah, hit that check hook counter. Let's get some lower, lower effort tactics going. Find D to jab. <laughs> just going to stand there and not, not move too much. Let's prioritize not getting taken down again. Spend as much time on the feet as possible. And uh, weird weird mechanics on that 3-2 to the body, but boy, this is nice. All right, let's go back. Um, it's definitely got to the legs there. So so gets him, gets him firing back after that lead hook. Um, throws that straight to the body, tries to weave through it and uses that uh, that punching arm to get to the double on that side. Doubles the other side. So here's something interesting that's going on. This is not a straight-on double. 
uh, uh, Masvidal has given him hips and given him straightforward pressure on, on defense, which is great. Um, it's good stuff. And he's trying to drive in on that, on those underhooks. Here's what, Mo, uh, what Usman does. It's really nice. He's going to drop that, that lead knee and it's going to allow him to pull. Um, so he is pressing forward. And when he drops that knee, he's able to bring in the legs a little bit more and collapse them a little bit more. You see that how he brings him down with him and he collapses to both knees. And then you see that he just pivots a little bit. He's scooting a little bit over on, on his knees to get a new angle, uh, which is hard. Very hard to do that. Um, but he's just going to get a little bit of an angle, scoot his hips over, pivot a little bit on, on his knees to get a new angle. So his head is outside of Masvidal's body on, on the left there. And it's going to allow him to uh, collapse on this side a little bit more and drive, drive around. So you'll see. See, he's pushing with his head on this side. So he's driving him across a new angle. See, he scooted him, pulled him down, established a new angle, and then drove again. And reestablished those grips. So let's watch that again. So he's getting that straightforward hip pressure. He's going to pull him down. So just watch his knees. See that little scoot, little scoot to pivot. Wrestling off your knees is so hard. It's so hard. Um, there's only a small percentage of wrestlers in the world that can do work effectively off their knees. Um, and it's even less common in MMA, really. But if you can do that kind of stuff, it's, it's a huge, huge weapon, um, being able to make those kinds of adjustments. But you need to be super strong. Because you, you if you haven't done it, you would definitely underestimate how difficult it is to move someone around when you're in on their legs, especially in that kind of position. It's very difficult. People are heavy uh, and they give you hip pressure and they try to dig under hooks and they try to create separation. They cross face you and they push your head down and they're sweaty. And there's so many different reasons why it's hard. Um, but being able to make those small adjustments and control someone like that with mostly your upper body at that point um, is nuts. It's nuts. Um, but yeah, more in-depth breakdown of that position as well in that article. Really, if you just want, if you want to see if I did a breakdown of a fighter, or multiple breakdowns of a fighter to search the fighter's name and my name in Google and stuff will come up because I've done things for multiple websites and, you know, it gets, gets messy a little bit. And he's stacking here. I'm not sure what he's looking for specifically, but doesn't really need to look for anything. He's winning big. <laughs> Masvidal, I'm not really sure what he wants. Trying to control wrist, push off with his legs. Yeah. Get that knee knee shield in there. See if you can do anything with that. You might be looking for an arm bar, but that's against the cage. It's probably a bad idea. He's gonna go leg entanglement here, try to create a scramble. No, his legs aren't engaged. He's just holding the foot, trying to leg pass. There he goes, trying to look for that, but he's going past the legs himself. Controls that ankle, stays high. Now he's pinning down that arm with his, his shin. That sucks. That's unpleasant. Hospital tries to bump in, but now he's just in side control. Someone's got that cross body control. The arm across on the uh, right side of the head. Now he's going back head and arm. That's more traditional. Knee slides across the mount. Oswald turns and turns back in to get the single. That was really nice. Rocks back into the single and tries to hit the go behind. And Oswald gets that single again. So wrestling, wrestling up off his back has been pretty good for Oswald. But being in front headlock under Usman is probably terrible. Um, 
awful feeling. I'm sure he's very heavy and strong there. Definitely knows what he's doing. But good stuff. Good stuff. Let's see if he tries to sit up and hit a peek at or, or fight those hands again. Maybe just, you know, let him pressure you back and get to the fence again. But also, I was pushing off on the hips there. At this point, I think Masvidal kind of knows he can't win. But uh, just looking for, to find some successes, compete a little bit. He's already thinking about next time. Um, as, as we know, like right after the fight, he starts talking to Dana White, talking about next time. So it's something. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Masvidal was a very, very tough challenge. It's hard because he did a lot of good things to try to win, but at a certain point, it just seemed like he wasn't that interested in taking risks or, uh, you know, going nuts with anything at any point. Well, there, there, he tried to get aggressive off the clinch, and he's gonna, he's gonna push for it here. The last thirty seconds, big left hook. Um, but yeah, he definitely uh, looked for his success in bursts because it was just hard to manage. It's really hard to manage when you know the guy is going to control you for really long stretches of time and the clincher on the ground. Um, so it's it's tough to, to figure out what the best way to try to win is. Um, so credit to Masvidal for doing a pretty good job, all things considered. And I definitely rate it higher than the Covington fight uh, by a couple points. But yeah, I think uh, I think this this next uh, this next fight could be uh, Usman's best win yet if, if he beats a uh, a more focused, uh, better prepared Masvidal, um, someone who has a better idea what he's going to do. Uh, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to that one. I, I'm pretty sure I'll be doing commentary on it with Shuram. Um, uh, that'll be that'll be fun. But yeah, that's that's a solid B win, and uh, yeah, it was, it was well done. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the resume review for Usman. Uh, if you're looking for commentary on the Burns fight, did it live with Shuram. Just gonna look under the alternate commentary folder uh, on Patreon. If it's just on your podcast app, you just have to search for Burns Dusman <laughs> under our, our channel. Um, and yeah, the Woodley fight, I'm probably never going to do a video on that. Uh, the RDA fight, maybe, probably not. But yeah, I, th I think Usman commentaries are going to be future fights from now on. I don't think I'm going to go back and do the other ones very much. So there you have it. Uh, looking forward to his fight this weekend. Main event UFC 261. Uh, like I said, subscribe on Patreon, uh, check out my articles, check out the website, follow me on Twitter, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I will look forward to next week and see who it is. But if there's no one that interesting fighting, then maybe we'll do something uh, something a little bit different. Maybe we'll do that uh, one of the robberies or, or debatable decisions, whatever you want to call it. All right, cool. Been fun. Bye-bye.